0: The harvest is rich, but the laborers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers to his harvest. Who are the laborers? Who are those laborers that are called to go and harvest? They're you. You are the laborers. You are the ones that are called to go out and harvest. You are the ones that are called to be so filled with the spirits that you're reaching out to all those around you. It's a simple thing. And um, in preparing this homily, there are so many different things that I know I need to speak about today. But we need to come to understand that today we need to... um, really allow these words to hit home. There's a great need today for people to discover that there's something deeper than the material world. That spiritual growth is possible. That responsibility means meaning in life. And meaning in life means joy that going further in growth in the spiritual life leads us to a greater peace and joy. And if you're here today, it's because of that. It's because you want to grow spiritually. I mean, you could be here just because of cultural circumstances, meaning you're used to doing it, and that's what you do on Sunday mornings. It could be still too early in the morning after a good match last night where we won. Uh, It might be too early in the morning to really be intentional about the reason why we're here. We're just here. We already showed up, Father. That's already good. You know? But it is more than that, really. It is more than that. If we're here, we're here to grow interiorly. And if we're here to grow interiorly, it's because we're here to grow closer to God. If we're here to grow interiorly, it's because we're here to leave behind sin and all the evil, all the meaninglessness of life. If you notice as you walked in, I have put up these banners, and it's the first stage in a two-stage decoration that we're going to be doing for the church for this month. If you notice, there's some images... Like, for example, this one right here. There's an image of a couple right next to Carl's head. Yeah? There's an image of a couple. Those are St. Teresa's parents, St. Teresa's parents. It's good to get an image of them in your head. Uh, they're amazing. And So you'll find her, her mom right over there in the back. Her mom again. And these are all quotes from her mom and dad. And we're going to put more up. As you walk in, there was an image of her father and her mother on both sides of the entrance. And I think it's very important because they're the first saints in the history of the church to be canonized together as a married couple. As a married couple. And it's amazing because in their family, it's like surreal. It is absolutely amazing how intense their love for each other was. Oh, that, oh, that we all might follow in their footsteps. But the love for, of Louis for Zelie and Zelie for Louis is really a beautiful thing. Their feast day is, if my memory serves me correct, the 12th of this month. And their feast day is the first time also in history where it's not the moment that they died, it's the moment that they were married. Their feast day, the church chose to put it on the day of the anniversary of their marriage. Because it was through their marriage that they became saints. It was in their marriage that they became saints it's absolutely intense because they 're going to have five girls, all five of them became sisters, four of them Carmelites, one of them was Saint Therese, and another one um, is up for canonization. She might another one might be a saint too, Leone, the one that was not a Carmelite, she was a Byzantine sister and She too might be up for canonization. Such an incredible family. This this month, I wanted to really bring home the importance of the renewal of marriage. I think the church gave us this to proclaim the good news. I think the good news is that love is still possible that a real marriage is still possible. I think that's the good news that a marriage that is so great of a love between the husband and the wife can not only bear fruit in the children, but above all, it bears fruit in the heart of the lover. That it brought for Louis and Zelie, this constant conversion and deepening. It was really beautiful to see how Zelie would miss him, would miss Louis whenever he was gone and long for him to come back because he would travel for work. It was really beautiful to see how heartbroken Louis was when Zelie died when St. Therese was a little girl about four years old and how much of his whole life was centered around her, around Zelie and to lose his spouse and yet he remained so strong for his girls he remained so strong up until the end it was really beautiful to see that in a world where marriage and the sight of marriage and the understanding of marriage and the depth of marriage, and the width of marriage, the beauty of marriage seems to be lost, such an intense light could shine. It's very beautiful to see that such an intense light could shine in the midst of our world. And it's almost as if that saying that I first heard when I came to Christ has rung true when I think of them. And that saying was, when do you see further? Do you see further in the nighttime or in the day? And you would think that it would be day right away. But you know I wouldn't ask it if it was such. It is in the night because in the night you see the stars. And it's true that today marriage is under attack. But it's not enough to just fight against the evils of the world. It's not enough. We have to do that. We have to fight against all these (coughs) things that are crying out to us that a true love between this man and woman cannot exist. It's not enough to fight those things that say that. It's not enough to fight the temptation to say that I wouldn't bother making my vows in a church. It's not enough to just fight those temptations saying, why would I do that? Why would I get married in a church when I would be bound for life? It's not enough to fight those things that say that marriage is an old institute It's not enough to fight those things. We have to also see further, see deeper, see the infinite wisdom of God and the beauty of his plan throughout the history of salvation for marriage. We have to remember that Jesus Christ only came into this world in the heart of a marriage. That was the place where God chose from all eternity to come and dwell. It was a family, not because he thought it was the most messed up, but because he thought it was the very center of creation. That it is the family that is the center of our humanity is the family that is the building block of all things we do, whether it be church, politics, society, anything we do, it all begins with the family. And it's there, there that we need renewal. It's there that we have to be different. And that's where we need a struggle. And I don't know about you, but that is a good news for me, because... Sometimes in family life, it's always like we're trying to fight off all the problems, you know, and just trying to be okay. We just want to be okay, you know, and make it to another day. But today, I'm saying, no, it's not enough to be okay. We have to see further. We have to see that true love is possible. If you can read that quote on this closest one. I'm going to try to read it even if it's kind of at an angle. Everything which I have seen, here I'll walk over I guess. Um, Everything I have seen is grand. It is still the beauty of the earth and one's heart can't read it, it remains unsatisfied until it, actually if you let go it might help, Um, until it beholds the infinite beauty of that is god it is the beauty of the family life that comes closest to heaven and that one almost brings me to tears after reading his life this man's life his his experience in life is that the beauty of the family life is the closest or the nearest thing to heaven And that is inspirational. That, for me, tells me that, yes, today, our families can be that model, that inspiration. And so let us ask, let us ask our Lord and pray that he might give us that guidance, that it might begin by simply this desire to renew the family. And throughout this month, let us ask that a grace, a special grace, might fall upon our parish. That in the renewal of the family, it might begin with those, that renewal of those wedding vows. That it might begin by an ever greater desire for us to renew the love of the husband for the wife and the wife for the husband. So that we might encounter a taste of heaven already in the love for one another.